right, welcome to Inside the Tribe Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Stevens, here with co-host Bill Bars. And today we have a special guest in with us, uh, head coach of the Irwin County Indians, Casey Soliday. Before we get to all of that, let me give you an update or just kind of a heads up on what's going to be on the show. First of all, we're going to have our word for the day. And then after that, we're going to talk with Coach Soliday about the just sort of a season recap and then a a look ahead, a slight, very small look ahead to next football season. Um, before we get into all that, I just want to read this to you. This is in Luke chapter 2. Just as a reminder, this is our last podcast until the second week of January. And so I uh, just wanted to get this in as the podcast is getting ready to go out here the last little bit before Christmas. And here's what Christmas is all about. Luke chapter 2, it says, In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace among those with whom he is pleased. And so there it is. That's the Christmas story. I hope this Christmas, as you gather around Christmas trees and open Christmas gifts, that you and your family will take just a few minutes to remember the true Christmas gift, the one that is, um, has gifted us with eternal life, with, has gifted us with abundant life, and has, a, and has gifted us with uh, purpose in life. So anyway, I hope, that's, uh, hope you all have a Merry Christmas. With that said, uh, we're going to transition in. Coach Soliday, welcome. Welcome in. Thanks for coming back on the podcast. I appreciate being here. All right, so this season, it was um, one of the more unique seasons, I think, that I've ever experienced from a high school standpoint. Uh, talk to us a little bit, if you don't mind, about sort of what, you're, what you thought going into the season and then how things actually played out and how those two contrast a little bit. Well, uh, I thought there was going to be some growing pains this year mainly because we'd lost basically all of our skill guys. The one good thing we had coming into this year was we had all of our linemen back. And, uh, and most of them offensive line, defensive line included in that. But skill players on both sides of the ball, we had, we had uh, lost. So I knew there was going to be some growing pains early. But with the guys we had coming back, I really thought that, you know, could have a rough non-region schedule through there. And, and you know, we had some tough teams on there and, and, and that kind of thing. And, uh, I really thought by the time we got through there and we got them some games, got them some time and, and all that kind of thing, that we would be uh, definitely in the mix you know, when we started region and, and going into playoffs and, and all that kind of stuff. But then, obviously, uh, we had a lot of injuries, you know. And uh, I think some, you know, sometimes what people don't think about is uh, single-way football. Uh, when you lose a guy like Shane Marshall, we lost two guys. Because mm -hmm. uh, we lost the offensive Shane Marshall and we lost the defensive Shane Marshall right. uh, in there. So when you lose one guy here, you, you're really losing two guys. And uh, so, you know, I was looking at it. We had six starters uh, that were that missed significant time 
uh, with us this year, which, you know, like I say, goes to about 12 players. Uh, that's like the equivalent of 12 players because those guys are pretty good and they play both sides of the football. And uh, so, you know, obviously I thought uh, by the time Region got here it would be pretty good. And then with all the injuries started coming and all that kind of stuff, all those things kind of backed off a little bit. And, and uh, we had to kind of start over near the end of the non-region schedule uh, with some guys. Uh, you know, we had – you know, you take a kid like Jakean Thomas, never played running back before in his entire life, and all of a sudden he's the number one guy um, and did a great job, don't, you know, right. and, and all that. But, you know, there was a, lot, there was a learning curve that came with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we was already young at the fullback spot. Even though Carter Pace was a senior, he had never played – the fullback position before. Uh, so he steps in again, does a pretty daggum good job for us um, in there. But uh, there were some growing pains in there because he'd never played that played that position before. And so there was a lot of places like that that stepped up. And, uh, you know, so then we kind of get our second win right there near the end of the regular season. And we start winning, you know, win some couple region games right there at the end and, and, and get going, get in the playoffs. And, and I really think we was playing some really good football. And then, uh, of course, uh, we ran into Prince Avenue, um, and and they're really good. I mean, I I can't yeah. take anything from them. Yeah. They're a really good football team. I'd have played, and this ain't knocking Swainsboro or Brooks or any of them, but I'd have played any of those guys again because they was also on our regular season schedule. Right. I'd have played any of those guys again um, the way we were playing at the end. Yeah. And uh, I thought by the end we was playing pretty pretty good, uh, you know. And I think a lot of that was one our younger guys were just stepping up, but I also think it was there was more consistency. There wasn't this rotation constantly of players going in and out, and who's going to be the guy, and and this guy's back for a day or two, and then he's out, and and all that. And we finally had eleven guys that we could put in there, and it stayed pretty consistent. And I think they got better by the end. And, and, and uh, like I said, I'd have, I'd have played just about anybody right there at the end, minus the Prince Avenue. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I know that, that, that me and you had numerous conversations throughout the season. Um, but one of the things that, that me and you talked about, and it made so much sense for me um, coaching as I've – what I've coached before as a coach – and I really didn't think about it in this way. When, but when you said it, it made so much sense to me. I left the field house saying, you know, light bulb, come on. And you made the comment, you know, we had all these young guys, inexperienced guys coming in. We knew that we were going to be experienced, inexperienced in these positions. So we took these guys over the summer and we worked with these guys to get them up to snuff. Um, and, and you had this other group over here um, that was kind of used sparingly. And, and then uh, of the group that y'all took and, and tried to work with, and, you know, for lack of a better term, and you didn't say this, this is mm-hmm. my words, you're basically trying to carry them from a two out of ten to at least a six or seven out of ten. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you work with them, you, you get them to a point, and then that group starts getting hurt. So now we're having to pull from this group over here that hadn't had as much work as the other ones. And, and as we had the conversation and I left, like I said, a, a light bulb come on, and I was like, dang. I, I, you realize it, but you don't realize it until some, till you mention it, until somebody mentions it right. and, you know, what they had to do. And, you know, when you sit there, I, I would tell people, um, I had a conversation with a guy up in Fitzgerald at Walmart um, about the second round game, I guess it was, 
Um, and, uh, you know, I was telling them, I said, you know, we've got running back one, so to speak, out, tight end one, out, linebacker one, out. Safety one. Safety out. one, out. One of your starting offensive linemen, uh, guards, whichever, ever how you want to play it, out. You've got one running back, Caleb, who's played on a bummed ankle the majority of the second half of the year. And he's like, gosh, y'all season ought to be over then. That's what he told me. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you take you take Swainsboro, and I thought about them because of the Jones kid. You take the Jones kid off that team. You take whoever their best run – not him, but whoever their ne- if next best running back is, you take him off. You take their starting middle linebacker out. You take one of their starting offensive linemen out. You take their safety out. And, you start, and guess what? They're the same boat we're in. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of lessons to be learned from this season like this, and, and I definitely learned one. And, you know, uh, like I said, I knew skill position-wise we was going to be – we was going to have a lot of inexperience. So, I made a decision early in the, in the summer that, I, man, I'm going to take these core group of guys that I think are going to be our guys, and they're going to get all the reps in summer. And, and we're just going to pound them with reps, and we're, they're going to get the reps, and, and they're going to do this because they've got a lot – I don't have time to work another group right. per se because these guys got to get as much work as possible, and then that comes back to backfire you when you start getting the injuries and and, and doing all that kind of stuff. You don't know that, yeah. But I, I didn't mean, know that at the time, and uh, so if I had anything to do over again, it definitely would have started back in the summer. I would have I would have repped a whole lot more guys and got them more reps through the summer, but. Like I said, we were so young and so inexperienced back there. I wanted to get at least one group, one group of pile of reps, so we would be, you know, once we started. Yeah. Then I, I was like, well, I, once we start playing games, I'll be able to get these guys in and practices and start repping some guys. Uh, but you know, like you said, before you know it, uh, those guys that I wasn't repping became the guys. Well, you know, I, and me and you may have talked about this when we hadn't, but you know, going into the Fitzgerald game, or I'm sorry, after the Fitzgerald game. The guys, minus Shane, because um, I don't think he played in the Fitzgerald game. He did not. He did not. Um, you know, the guys going into that game, the guys you had that carried the ball that game, combined, you know, all four, five, six of them, had probably carried the ball less than 20 times in their high school career. Yes. N- not, not, not 20 times the last half of the season or, you know, in their career combined. Wow. Correct. Um, and and so you know, just a lot of it as you as you sit as I sit here now and look back, and I'm like, you know what? And then I start looking. Um, you know, obviously the postseason rankings they come out now, and and I, we've discussed this before. I'll I, I'll say it. Um, I don't think Brian and Commerce were very good at all watching them on film. That's me mm-hmm. personally. Um, and and you and you sit there and you got. Prince Avenue and Swainsboro and Brooks. And then you – really from that point you can't tell because we've right. played all of those. Um, you just kind of have to go against, you know, well, Brooks beat Raven pretty good. Mm-hmm. Brooks beat Dublin about yeah. like they beat us. Um, and, and we're sitting there, in my opinion, one of the top five teams in the state. Me yep. personally, with all that we had happen. Yeah. Well, it, 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 I know when – I think it was GPB put out – their rankings and they had us fifth and and obviously that's not where we wanted to be right but, you know that's what I was telling the coaches I said for all that this team went through this year and yeah. did all this for somebody to look and and look at you know our schedule and look at the things we've done and uh said hey you know at that record 
they're the fifth best team in the state. I, I thought that was very yeah, commendable for our kids to, 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 you know, and, and I shared that with them to let them know that that's that's somebody's looking and they're not just looking at record, right. uh, you know, looking at the numbers. They're looking at the people on that schedule, you know, right. and I, which we kind of as coaches, we kind of messed around there the other day and, and was looking at it on our schedule of teams we played this year. Ten, right ten games. Ten games. Uh, everybody first. Well, of the of the regular season games, everybody made the playoffs. Right. We didn't wow. have one team. We didn't have one team on our schedule that didn't make the playoffs. Uh, eight teams that we played this year were in the quarterfinals. Wow. All right. Six teams that we played made it to the semifinals, and three teams that we played uh, were in the championship game. The overall record. The overall record of the I'm teams that we played was one hundred and twelve and fifty nine. I would I would compare that I, I you know I've heard other people got this schedule and this schedule uh, I'd like to see somebody else that could put up a schedule the teams that they played yeah. that compared to that because yeah. that's that's crazy yeah well and I want to I want to go back for just a second because we've had you know we've been on a remarkable run here at Irwin County with our, our football team and you know we've won some state championships we've played for a lot of state championships. I, this is again. This is my opinion. I feel like this might have been to you guys. You know, just compliment you guys. I think this was y'all's best coaching job, simply because, you know, when you guys are working out in the summer, as you just said, you you've kind of got a group of guys that you go, okay, we know who we can go to battle with on Friday nights right here. These this it's a small group and it's an inexperienced group, but these are the guys. Then you get into about a third of the season, and now six of those guys or five of those guys, however many it was at that time. I mean, at that point, we lost Ulysses and Paul, like in the first game, I think, against Fitzgerald. Uh, Shane didn't play against Fitzgerald, but then it was like the third or fourth game. Shane's out for the season. He only played, I think, two games this year. Yeah, yeah. One and a half. One truly. and a half, really, yeah. And so um, you're, you're now all of a sudden – you guys get to the – you're not even halfway through the season. And now you're in scramble mode because, as you said, now you're having to figure out what you're going to do. You're really having to re-piece together an entire team midseason. Talk to me about the conversations and what that was like for you guys as a coaching staff about halfway through the season to go, man, we've almost got to scrap the plan we had because we don't have – we can't play with those cards anymore. The hand that was dealt us, half of that's gone. So talk to me. Talk us through kind of the conversations that you guys had as a coaching staff. Well, I mean, it it, uh, it was really kind of. I mean, I won't say it was simple, but uh, you look and 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 people are going, and and now you got to look and say, all right, take Jakean Thomas. All right, so we knew Jakean Thomas was a good athlete and was fast and all that kind of stuff. Never carried the football before, so we we put him back here. But then it's not just as simple as. Uh, putting Jakean back there at running back because right. one, there's a there's a learning curve for him, which he had which he got to really quick, but you also uh, you take the Swainsburg game for for uh, for example, uh, we knew that if we got into some of our unbalanced sets against Swainsburg, we thought we could move the football. My big concern and why we didn't do it in the first half was that I also knew what kind of defensive effort we was going to have to put out to slow Swainsboro down. Mm -hmm. We was going to have to take those guys off the defensive side and put them on the offensive side. So we come out right after half, we get on our unbalanced set, but we have to use Tampa, we have to use Michael Joyner, we have to use Jakin, we have to use uh, 
uh, Javion Woodard. We have to use um, Wesley. And we're using all those guys, and we're pounding it, and we're hitting them, and we're moving the ball down the field, and we move it all the way down to the one. Then, of course, we fumble and don't get it in. But we have a great drive that consumed up a lot of time and, and all that. We go down there and score. We make that game seven to seven six. to six right after half and, um, you know, into, into the third quarter. But through the process of that, we zapped – all those guys were defensive guys. We zapped Jakeen. We zapped, uh, you know, Tampa, Tampa and, and, and Cut and Wesley and some of those guys right there, Michael Joyner, and, uh, in order to do that. So, there, you know, that's kind of some of the talk that we had to have was, okay, yeah, we can move this guy to here and he can do it. But at the end of the game, what is this kid going to be able to, to – you know, what is he going to be able to give us at right. the end if he has to play both ways? Yeah. All right. And then, uh, you know, the other thing was, you know, we just had to take – we just had to look at guys and we said, all right, well, this guy's going to get his chance. Yeah. And, and and we did that a bunch this year. Mm -hmm. We gave we gave kids a lot of chance. Hey, you're, you're going to be the guy this week uh, going in there. Show us what you can do um, and, and make us have to play you more because right. you, you play so good, at you know, in this spot. And, and we did have some guys that stepped up this year that, that played really well that we really weren't counting on Yeah, uh, that came in and did a really good job. And so I, I was really proud of how our kids handled it. it, it mentally, it's tough when, when, when you go into a game and your dudes are out. Uh, sometimes that can really dampen, you know. And I think it had an effect on us right there in the middle of the season a little bit. It started wearing. Or it, and then uh, and then some guys just started stepping up and playing, you know. And it was just like, hey, they're out. We, you know, next guy's got to, you know, the old saying, next guy up, and 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 people start stepping up, and and like I said, right there at the end, uh, you know, you take the the Temple game, you take the Blakely game, right there, we were playing really good football, mm -hmm. yeah, and uh, you and, know, you, and you I was had, proud of them. You had made uh, the comment uh, during one of the one of the shows that we done, um, you know, you going into whatever week it is, the Swainsboro game or the Bacon game or whatever. Okay, so you've gotten together as a staff, y'all have met, y'all put together a game plan, an offensive game plan, a defensive game plan of what you're going to do. And then those game plans may incorporate a certain player, hey, we're going to have this package for you this week. Then Tuesday at practice, that player gets hurt. Right. So, all right, back to the drawing board. Let's scrap that. Yeah. Um, and I know that was frustrating, no control that you had over it. But I know that was frustrating. And that was part of the part of the tough the adversity yeah. of it was was doing stuff like that. Yeah, and I and I thought coaches did a great job this year of, of overcoming some of those things because for coaches too, it's real easy for coaches to look there and say, "Man, these are our dudes," and then they're out saying, "Oh man, you know, it's easy to say we can't do anything." You know, look 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 what we got to play with. But then I thought they, you know, coaches did a pretty good job of of getting those backup guys in there, getting them ready. Uh, you know, finding sometimes going three and four guys deep uh, mm. that I wasn't even real sure who was on the field at times, <laughs> and, and and doing a good job of getting those guys uh, ready, and you know, and, and coming up with a game plan that they could handle because that's a whole nother story right there. It's, it's you got half the team that's got some experience and, and half that group that doesn't, and so how complicated of a game plan can you make? based on the experience that you have out on the field. And, and so, yeah, we did this or did this in the past, 
but we weren't capable of doing it for this game because this is this first guy. You know, this is uh, this guy's first start ever. Right. You know, and and uh, so I thought the you know good mixture of of game planning. You know, to 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 get all those things and incorporate all those things. Well, you talk about the resolve of the team and and not. I mean, it would have been really easy for a lot of people to get down and just give up. One of the things that I love about this year's team. We get to Bleckley, and Bleckley was a heavy favorite when we, oh, yeah. you know, we're going over there, and they, they're a heavy favorite to win that ball game. And if I remember right, the score, final score is 30 to nothing. 31 to nothing. 31 to nothing. Okay. And there was a – it was almost like there was a belief in this team. Like, they believed, like, hey, we, we believe in each other. Yeah. We, we may not have a five-star athlete right now on our team, but we believe in each other. And they played well as a team. They played well as a unit. The defense was flying around. The, the offense was playing very physical football. And then, um, you know, you get to Prince Avenue. You're, you know what you're going to face when you get there. Those kids and, – and I know the game didn't end up like we wanted. And, and I know we, we had a, a difficult time. But they never quit. I never saw no. anybody quit. Never saw anybody hang no. their head. I never seen anybody quit hustling and running. They, they fought for four quarters. Yeah, they sure did. And, I, and like I said, I was, I was really proud of the guys from this season, um, you know, and, and all that they did. And, and I thought they overcame a lot. And, uh, you know, and we was able to put something very respectable out there on the field that, that, like I said, at the end of the year, with the exception of Prince Avenue, I'd have loved to have had another shot at Brooks or Swainsboro or, yeah. or, or any of those guys right. um, because I thought we had finally, you know, came into our own and, 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 and all that. And I was excited about the way we were playing. You know, me, me and you had the conversation because we rode up there together, of course, rode back. And when we got in the truck, and me and you had the conversation leaving there. And, and I told Billy, I said, you know, I said, I don't feel like I just left a 41-7 to football game. I said, I feel like I left more of a 28-14 to yep. type football game um, because, I mean, we, we – had difficulties at times, but at times, you know, we, we, we moved the ball. Of course, had the long screen pass for the touchdown, and, mm -hmm. and the defense, you know, played really well. And we had some unfortunate events um, that, that led to that. But but I did. I, I felt like that I had left a, you know, more of a 28-14 yeah. to 14 kind of football game um, and take nothing away from them. Them, they were good. Yeah, they were, they were really good. And and you know, uh, kind of going from that, I didn't know if y'all want to transition, but I'm gonna kind of drive the car in that direction. And then you can bring it back if you want to. Um, but you know, I said after we played them, I kind of thought I knew what they had, and, and they did. And you know, I said that they'll they'll beat everybody else really as bad as they want to. Now I think Swainsboro give them a heck of a run, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day. They kind of do what you felt like they do through the playoffs after us. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I, I don't know if anybody saw it. I, I I couldn't help but just get a little chuckle out of it. You know, when we we went out there and when I was getting captains, you told me on the sideline when we was getting captains. I was like, all right, so I can't send all of our our five seven guys out there. So I said <laughs> I got to send at least one bigger guy out there. So I said, you know what? I'll send Shaheem out there, and if they'll see big old Shaheem, that'll that'll you know at least get them thinking a little right. bit or whatever. And then we walk out there, and the quarterback's looking down at Shaheem, and he's yeah. the quarterback. He ain't yeah. even a lineman. He ain't even <laughs> right. that. And and all four of their guys were bigger than anybody we sent out there. Mm -hmm. And it almost looked like some kind of a TikTok or yeah, like somebody yeah. was doing some kind of joke thing right. out there because. Uh, uh, 
But uh, I just remember those kids come back, Coach, they're big. I said, yeah, they are, but we, we've been the smallest team all year. Right. So yeah. <laughs> You told me on the sidelines, you said, well, we lost the coin toss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and speaking of that, there was a, so there was a climb. There was the team increased in confidence. They got better as the year went along. You guys had to shuffle. I remember talking to Coach Snyder, and he talked about that you could break the season up into thirds. The first third of the season was the dismantling of the, the team you thought you were going to have. The yeah. middle third was – all right, what do we have and piecing that together? And then the back third was really the football team that you finally had that stayed healthy for the rest of the season for the most part, mm. beginning to climb and build confidence yeah. together as a unit. And then, again, the season didn't end how we wanted it to, but there seems to be, you know, you know just talking with some of the kids, there seems to be kind of a buzz in the off season about, hey, you know what, we might have something here. Let's, let's work hard. Let's improve. Mm. And so then that's going to launch us into, you know, next season. So we've got – we had some momentum coming at the end of the season. That's going to launch us into next season. If you don't mind, uh, let's talk a, just real brief. I don't want to go into deep detail because that'll – we'll save that for, you know, July, August, whenever that comes around. But what do you see next year? Next year we're, new, we're in a new classification, back in our old region. And uh, what, what are some of the things that you're excited about next year? Well, I, I'm real excited. You know, like I say, you know, with every bad thing that happens, there's some good that can come out of it too. So, yeah, the season didn't go like we wanted to, but one of the pluses of some of the things that happened this year was we played a lot of young guys. Right. So uh, if things would have stayed like they were in the beginning of the season, yeah, we probably have a better season. Uh, but I don't know what that would have done for us this upcoming year. So one of the pluses from this season is we end up playing a lot of young guys. And that's going to, you know, obviously be big for us uh, through this offseason and going into uh, next year. And, and it gives us a whole lot better idea this summer about who is where and, and you know, what guy can do what because we actually have – video of them doing stuff in games that, you know, that we can watch and grade and look at and all that kind of stuff. So uh, excited about next year. Still going to be some new spots that we've got to fill. You know, one of the places we got hit was defensive line um, and, and then our, our two offensive tackles. Um, but I really, I really feel like we got two young guys that can come in and do good things uh, for us at the offensive tackle spot. And uh, I think we got some guys that got some experience this year uh, on the defensive line side that can come in and, and do some things for us that are really good. Uh, obviously, um, you know, we're going to lose Jakeen, who was, was our number one running back. Uh, this year, but we're actually getting our number one running back back. Um, so, uh, you know, that's a plus. We had got a quarterback back and basically all of our receivers and uh, – A lot of our linemen. A lot of our linemen. And uh, defensively, uh, you know, we got a good bit of our secondary and all of them coming back. And we have arguably, you know, our best defensive player and, and Javion Cut. Uh, coming back on defense, uh, you know, and I think he's going to be a really good leader for us. And uh, so I think there's some, a lot of positives going into this season right here that I'm looking forward to. And then uh, you alluded to the to the schedule. It is the old region that we've been in, minus ATCO. Mm -hmm. uh, ATCO has decided they're going to go a non-region um, schedule, um, which is, in my own opinion, is kind of crazy because we're already – single way I don't know where they're going to go uh to, to find more games but right. but at any rate and then um, what happens if you're better than you thought you would be and right you could have qualified for playoffs but that's right yeah. so it, it's all that but um right now as far as the schedule goes we're looking like we're going to scrimmage Cairo uh on that first week I'm still looking for a game the second scrimmage week 
Okay. Um, so if anybody out there knows a coach, pass yeah, it along. Yeah, we're looking for a scrimmage uh, for the for the second scrimmage week, and then uh, the, then we'll open up with the team beside us, and then we'll have Worth, Sly, Dooley, and Cook for our non-region schedule, which is a pretty tough. When when you look at that, uh, those are all playoff teams and yep. semifinal teams and and yep. all that kind of thing. I'm getting chill bumps. I yeah. like that. Um, I like that. I so, like that schedule. Uh, so it's going to be tough, and that's fine. That, you know, fans don't really like us having all the tough games because they want to see Ws. But yeah, they want to see the 55 to seven win. But yeah. that doesn't help you come. But that time. does not help us at all. Right. Uh, we need to get ready because we're going to have Clinch back in there. He's coming back to old Clinch, and yep. we got Brooks back in there. That's basically got everybody back. So the only way to get ready for those guys is we got to play some tough teams. And Lanier, Lanier will be and, pretty and good. Lanier is going to be pretty good. They yeah. were pretty good this year. And uh, so uh, to get ready for those guys, we've got to play some tough teams. Mm-hmm. And, I like um, it. Well, you're, you're getting. The, I feel like you're getting your same test without near the travel. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I'm I would much to rather is. go to Adele <laughs> than Rockmart. Yes, yes, no doubt. Or Sylvester than Swainsboro or Metter. Um, I like that. I like the schedule. You know what I like. Are we going to kind of be back to a five and five, five uh, uh, at home, uh, five uh, away? Not that I did it on purpose, but uh, obviously people weren't happy, you know, con- School people are concerned about dances and, and all that kind of stuff. I don't know how it worked out, but we alternate home away, home away, home away the whole way through the season. I'm okay with that. So, yeah, so we don't, I don't think we have any back-to-back away games or back-to-back home games. It's, it alternates away, home, away, home throughout the whole season. Didn't do it on purpose. It's just the way it, the way it worked out. Just the way it worked out. So five home, five away. Well, let me tell you That's what awesome. I'm excited That's about. Good. I'm excited, and I'm not – you know, I'm, I'm relatively new to South Georgia football. But, uh, but, you've, but you've been here long enough. Been here long enough. Let me tell you what I'm excited about. I'm excited about reestablishing those old rivalries. I'm I'm looking forward to playing Clinch again. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to playing Charlton again. I'm looking forward to playing, you know, all those teams that we played. You know, we'll continue with Brooks because Brooks has been in our region for the last couple of years. But right. I'm really looking forward to those old stadiums and those old mm-hmm. familiar places yep. that we've played. Listen, I, I've reached out to, to some couple friends, of course, uh, Adam that does the streaming for Charlton and, and we, we know a couple more and you know I kind of reached out to them with the reclassification thing to get get their thoughts on it when it happened um, and there 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 are some people um, that are not very happy and I say that loosely um, to see us back um, you know man y'all got 500 and, Turner County Turner's one of them y'all got 500 I tell you you know who I talked to yeah. over there same one that did the uh, visited yeah. with us. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all got 500 some people. I said, yeah. I said, and we're over here playing Swainsboro who's got 850. Uh-huh. Or Temple who has 836. Or Blakely that has 650 something. Yeah. And we're playing them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Not not by choice, not by schedule, mm-hmm. but because we have to. Yeah. And um, so there's some that, you know, and they're okay, but there's some that, you know, they're, they're not real happy to see us back. Yeah. Well, we weren't, we weren't real happy about going up to high A a couple of years ago either, so no, it'll, it'll be okay. No, be right. you know, but I am. I, I like that schedule. Yeah, I man. like it. It is, and, and like I said, it's, it's going to be tough, but I don't – I mean, I don't think anybody over there is just on that side. It is a tough schedule, but I don't see anybody just overwhelming. Right. Um, I don't see any long road trips. Um, it should be good gates for both sides um, and, and all that. So, it, it is going to be uh, 
it, it, it's going to be, uh, you know, very well, beneficial to us. I you believe. know, not only do you have to do that uh, as far as the scheduling, but there's also some business decisions that you have to make on this. Is it, you know, is it worth, I think, Cook, great choice. I, I, ever how y'all worked that out or if it was very easy, great choice. Both sides travel really, really well. Um, worth, I don't know. I know we've scrimmaged them before. I don't know that we've ever played them in the regular season before. And, and, and they're going to be really good. They got, I think, I'm not even sure. I don't think they lost a person on offense. And, I think they, they lost were, a few seniors on defense, but I yeah. think they basically got their whole offense back. And they, they were they were pretty sporty. Yep. And, uh, you know, Dooley, we, we know what they bring to the table. Sly's going to lose their quarterback. Yep. Um, but they're still going to have the other kid, the, right. uh, the running, running back, back, defensive end, yep. whatever he was. Yeah. Um, so, so not only are we going to see some good programs that's going to give us a test, we're going to see some really good players. Well, what I thought was kind of interesting was that uh, all these guys, Cook, been really good here the last couple of years, semifinals. They was having trouble finding games, you know. So, I, so a lot of these people were on Sly County, uh, you know, was in that, uh, you know, and that kind of stuff. So, some of these people that had the problems that we've been having in the past. About trying to find games, uh, you know. You looking, tell them welcome to the club. Yeah, and and uh, so uh, it was kind of neat to you know hear their end of it right. from the beginning. And yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, well, that's why we went to Rock Mart and Swainsboro's yeah. and Metters and and all these places that that's we went awesome. to. That's awesome. So, um, I do have one question. Not that it really matters. Where we got we got to go to Homerville, or they come here. Uh, Clinch is at home. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, Clinch and Brooks are both at home this year. So uh, that'll be good. Which I, Brooks is going to be good. Now, Brooks was young. Brooks, oh, yeah, had, Brooks is going to have a lot of people back. They, yep, they're going to be are. pretty sporty. Yep. Well, Coach Holiday, I appreciate you joining us today and uh, appreciate you, know, you taking the time out to give us a little bit of a recap. We're looking forward already to next season. I'm excited. Uh, it won't get here fast enough, but – uh, in the meantime, got some work in the weight room to do, get some kids ready. I'm excited about that as well. Uh, we're going to wrap up the day with Bill. If you'll just kind of give us a recap of middle school basketball. Yeah. Um, the middle school girls uh, finished up their basketball season uh, Saturday. They uh, come up on the short end of the stick in the conference championship against Brooks. Um, so they were uh, conference runner-up. They finished the season 15-3. and um, I, I think just kind of talking to some of the people around the program, that was the first time that a girls, a middle school girls basketball team had won any type of trophy. Um, you know, great season for the girls. Uh, Coach uh, Sheila uh, Martin, Malone Brown. And I give all the basketball coaches credit because they kind of mix and mingle with each other. Even Coach Green kind of helps out with the girls mm -hmm. and – Coach Tim and all of them, they, they kind of kind of work together. And even though they may be the boys' head coach, they still, you know, they'll walk through the practices and, oh, wait a minute, hey, when you do that, try this instead of that. So, so they, they all kind of help each other out. But great season, great season for the girls. Like I said, 15-3, and three, conference runner-up. Um, you had, um, I think there's six eighth graders on that team. Um, so, Coach Martin will have her work cut out for her next year because she'll only have one of her five starters returning. Um, and that'll be um, Snow, and she's in the seventh grade. Um, but now those eighth graders are going to transition into playing JV. As a matter of fact, they play in clinch today. Um, so, uh, and from basically what I've talked about, because I know Coach, uh, Coach uh, Malone's got a young girls team. 
Um, so pretty much my understanding is your middle school basketball team is fixing to be your JV basketball team. Yeah. Because your younger girls like mm -hmm. Brooklyn and Zai and, and all of them, they're young, but they play yeah. varsity. And, you know, C Coach Malone can't – if they're starters here, he can't use them on JV. Um, so it'll be some good good experience for those girls coming yeah. coming up. Um sort of told Bristol and some of the other girls is gonna play, look, you know, go out and learn from it. Use it as a learning experience. You know, there's no expectations here. Yes, y'all are eighth graders, you're gonna be playing against ninth, tenth, eleventh, heck, they may be even the twelfth grader on there that don't get much varsity playing time that they're trying to get some playing time. But um but, you know, excited about that. Uh, of course, middle school soccer will kick off after the first of the year, varsity soccer after the first of the year. Um, and and uh, baseball. And middle, baseball. Middle school and high school baseball. Baseball with Coach mm -hmm. Tigersley. I actually talked to him the other day, um, you know, just kind of check in on them and how everything's going. And We'll probably have him on right after the first of the yeah, year. Yeah. You know, one, one of his concerns is, is obviously um, losing uh, pitcher one and pitcher two. Uh, Cody and, and Mason, um, Jalen will be back. So he, he's got some arms to put on the heel, but he don't have a lot of experienced mm -hmm. arms to put on the heel. Yep. So that that was kind of one of his one of his not really concerns, but that was one of the places that you know to keep he's got to keep his eye on. But um, you know I'm excited. We're gonna go through this Christmas holiday, and then yep. after that we'll hit the ground running. And um, yeah, no uh, no home basketball games over Christmas holiday. They're all away at Clinch tonight. Today is Tuesday, the nineteenth. Then at Fitzgerald on the 22nd, then at Tift County on the 28th, then back home on January 5th against Clinch County. That'll be the next home game for the basketball mm -hmm. team. And so that's kind of all the athletics through. Yeah, the, the boys' the basketball team, they're, they're kind of on a run here. They, they, well, they know, got they, all their guys back. I was going to say, when <laughs> football season got over with, um, you know, and I told them one of the most frustrating jobs has to be Coach Green. Because as a school our size, we have to share athletes from sport to sport. And, and I throw Ray Pierce in there, too. And Ray, and wrestling, too. Yep. Wrestling, yep. too. You make a yep. good point. And, um, you know, so so we always make these deep runs in football, so they're having to wait on their season. Or, either you know, Coach Green will even start his season and play kids that once his football guys get there, hmm. some of those kids will never see the basketball court, you know, the rest of the year. Um, but uh, that's a good problem to have. Yep. Um, but uh, you know the boys went; they went on a little run. I think they've won two, what two or three two, in a row. Yeah, and beat some teams that they lost to earlier. Yes, so yes, when, yes. When they didn't so, have the guys. And I think Coach Brown with the girls, with the girls, mm -hmm. he's just going to rebuild it. We've talked about it. It's just it's a rebuild for him, mm -hmm. and he just keeps chipping away at it, chipping away at it, and. You know, one of the things that impressed me about the girls' middle school team is the number of kids that were playing. They had a they had a large roster. Yeah. So that that hopefully is a sign of things to come. You know, being able to have uh, you know enough numbers to create depth and mm -hmm. to create you know great practice situations. But again, we hope uh, you, you be able to uh, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. We did have some girls that played an all star game in a basketball all star game over the weekend Sunday. Mm. Um, How'd that go? Uh, well, they had them divided up. They had a sixth and seventh grade team, boys and girls, mm -hmm. and they had a sixth and se uh, eighth grade team. I'm sorry, boys and girls. Um, Snow um, Scenario Oliver played on the seventh grade uh, team, um, and there to and it was a mixture of girls: Fitzgerald, Osilla, Douglas, McCray, um, Wheeler County. There was a girl from Ware, Hawkinsville, just kind of around, um, and that was a mixture of boys and girls. And um, so that team won. And then the sixth and seventh grade boys, we had um, 
two that played, and I want to say they won. And then our eighth grade girls, um, uh, Lakiria, Bristol, and Ava played on it. Um, and that, that one didn't turn out too good. Okay. But, well, um, I, but I, I, you know, ahead. along that lines, uh, just just so throw that out there, uh, Jakean Thomas was the uh, ITG Magazine Offensive Player of the Year for us. Okay. And Javion Woodard was the ITG Magazine Defensive Player of the Year for Irwin. So they, they went to a banquet. We took them up to a banquet. That's great. Good for them. Uh, awesome. Last week uh, to, uh, to celebrate that. And – Javion Woodard and Tampa are both playing in a GACA All-Star Junior uh, Junior All-Star game over in um, uh, Brunswick. Um, Great. When's that? Uh, that is December 29th, I believe. I think they okay. got to leave the 27th. I mm-hmm. think they practice the 27th, 28th, and they play on the 29th. Awesome. And and going as juniors, that's that's uh, that's great. That means that's a, big a deal. That, that means yeah. a lot. It's a lot of great recognition and experience yep. for them as well. And then I'll say, uh, the eighth grader uh, Ken Holland. Yes, is going and playing in a. Um, I don't know exactly the date of it. I'd have to go back and look. But he's he's in a middle school. Um, all star, good thing awesome. too. And that's some of the kids you've got coming up, and that's so. a kid coming up. So yeah. I'm really happy and excited to see that. So. Yes, yeah. yeah. Ken's a good football player. Couple, there's several good football players on that middle school team that'll be coming mm-hmm. up next yep. year. So, all right. Well, you guys have a merry Christmas, and we look forward to seeing you. We won't have a podcast for the next couple of weeks. We'll be back in the second week of January. Uh, Bill, as always, enjoyed it. Thank Absolutely. you for being a part. And Coach Soliday, thanks again for joining us. Hope you guys have a very merry Christmas and a happy new year.